Hey, Salt and Light friends, Jesse and Sunny here. It has been so long since we've been together on a podcast and together in person. So we are excited to just check in with you guys for a little bit. Together. 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 So I'm going to pray just to kind of open this up. Um, Father God, you are good and you're here and you're present and you love each of us. And I just want to thank you for that in this season of cold and... um, kind of quietness but busyness all at the same time lord could we just make space to sit with you and to listen to you and to talk about you and talk with you god we love you and i just pray that this conversation between us would be filled with salt and with light and that um everybody listening that they would just um, remember how close you are to them and how much you love them amen amen okay okay jesse okay sunny okay so we are reading psalms, and very slowly, one psalm a week. I know, it's so interesting. It is kind of interesting. I, I like it, though. It's a different pace for us, I feel like, in a time that we, we need it. We need it, because here's the deal, is Sunny and I both got jobs recently mm-hmm. that are part-time, right? and so it's filling up our life in different ways than what we had, like, last year at this right, time. Right. And so this pace, I feel like when we decided to do the psalms, that wasn't even understood. No. Yeah, we that, that wasn't because. So I feel like it's a gift yeah. from God that we didn't commit to something more rigorous, more rigorous, right. or even what our normal commitment would be, yeah. which is just two two posts a week with a um, podcast. So I'm so thankful because um, if we can't even find time to podcast together, <laughs> like how are we gonna write more? Right. But anyway, um, but like having our heart dig through the Psalms. Sunny and I come from two different places. So in the beginning, Sunny has talked about how you love the Psalms. You do love the Psalms. And I hated the Psalms. Right. But in studying the Psalms in such a slow way, in an intentional way, in a chewing through it way, I love the Psalms. What's changed? So part of it is now I'm reading the Psalms with with multiple study Bibles. Yeah. And so um, I think part of it is a little bit of context. So even though it's poetry, just kind of understanding um, possible scenarios that's happening in that has changed for me in some ways. I think I relate to the Psalms a lot more. And I think, so part of it has to do with looking at them in an academic way, but part of it also has to do with maybe, okay, this is, okay, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Maybe also... I, in the last year or two, which I haven't touched the Psalms for a couple of years, maybe more than that, um, started being honest with God about my feelings. And the Psalms is so honest with God about their feelings. Yes. So maybe that's why I like it. Maybe that's what's changed, is that my understanding of a relationship with God has changed. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like so. If I'm willing to be honest with God with like what I'm wrestling with, what I'm struggling with, right? Fears, and I keep telling myself or telling Him, I know You're good. I know You're good, but it doesn't always like I'm scared. Right. And I feel like in the that's Psalms, what they, that's what, the Psalms that's what are. they are. They're like, I know You're good. Right now, it feels like You're not, but I know You've been good before, and I know You'll be. You are good, and I know You'll bring good things. But right. I'm so scared. And so, maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't know. I l- I've loved it. I actually didn't chew through them as slowly, so I made it an effort that I would just chew through each psalm, and I started before we started writing. Yeah. 
and I would go one at a time until it was fully done, but I would read through it in my Jewish study Bible, I would read through it in my New Interpreter study Bible, and then I would read through it whatever extra questions came up from there. So it took me like four days to go through each psalm, but that was like an hour yeah. each of those days committed, and man... I fell in love with them. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I think those are all the same reasons why I love the Psalms. And I mean, it's, it reminds me of my own, um, journaling process. And Mm. I think I've said that before, perhaps that when I journal, like my journal is dear God, like it's Lord or Jesus or, you know, who, whatever form, whatever name I want to give God that day and so it's always a pouring out of my heart to him in a very similar like I have to remind myself that you're that you're here from you're with me and I have to remind myself that we've been through this place before and you're good you're good you're good right you're good you're good yeah which I think I wasn't okay with that before Mm. I wasn't okay with a real honest conversation with God like Mm. and so that's what I think is so different in approaching the Psalms now is that honestly a few years ago four or five years ago when I looked at the Psalms I didn't have an honest relationship with God right I didn't want to be bared in front of him I didn't want it didn't feel safe yeah but I feel like it's like Aslan the uh, Chronicles of Narnia the saying where it's like is he good is he no is is he safe safe? no but he's good and like that's the same like I like keep telling myself like no because you take we take risks for God we get hurt yeah. like we live in a world where we are going to get hurt yeah. over and over again loving people is hard and you get hurt like I mean so many things but is he good yes right yeah he's there the whole time oh yeah I love I love the Psalms for that very that like preaching to yourself yeah that like we're trying to rewire the way you think rewire the way you think right yes tell myself and I just love that in scripture that it's there and that, that that's a common thing that we all need to like rewire the way we think tell ourselves the truth over and over and over mm-hmm. again about who God is yeah yeah and I think we have to rewire our expectations of God as well because I think that we ex- because we believe God is good or we tell ourselves that we also have to leave space that like bad things happen and life is hard so like how do you walk holding god is good my life sucks right right Right. (laughs) and maybe forever because like not every ending is a happy one there are martyrs out there right and like most of us aren't martyrs no (laughs) okay and probably most of our listeners aren't martyrs but there still is so much hard stuff and so like walking out god is good and he knows us and he knows our situation and he loves us and life is really hard right. and I'm hurting right and our world is hurting and the right. world is broken and it's yearning and there's birthing labor pains going on yep. because it's in the process of being reconciled but sometimes it doesn't feel like it no it you doesn't know? feel like it at all yeah at all at all which is interesting because like here we are in the advent season mm-hmm. we we're just talking about like where we are advent wise or that expectation of the coming of the birth of God as a human. A little baby. Yeah, a little baby. And I was telling Jesse that I just get mad. <laughs> I just get angry at Advent. At, at, not at. I just get frustrated because I don't. I just don't like our um, consumerist culture and how we. Or how we buy into the. Um, 
capitalizing on Jesus. Oh. And that <laughs> makes me mad. Oh, yeah. And that um, I participate in it. And, you know, I just want so I just want revival in, in all of our hearts and in my own, especially, because that's a judgmental thought that I've had. Like, even now, I'm like, oh, I'm so judgmental on all of these, like, you know, these things and people and our idea of what Christmas is supposed to be and this, you know, Hallmark Christmas card, mm-hmm. perfect. But if you think about, like, I mean, Christmas wasn't even, Jesus' birth was not on Christmas, but we choose to right. make it part of Christmas. <coughs> but, yeah, probably in the spring, but um, that's just, you know, research and studies that are, they're you know, poking at an idea, but, you know, but we choose that, I mean, the church has chosen to set this time of year aside to remember Jesus' birth, but it's not clean, no. and it's not sparkly, it's not twinkle lights. No, it's like two teenagers. Yeah. Homeless. It's a single, it's a young, unwed mother. Right. Who doesn't know how to have. Who society would. Who society shamed. Right. She probably felt really alone with a guy who wasn't exactly sure what was going on having a baby in a barn yeah in the cold with animals and hay and like not in a sweet way but like it probably smelled like poop yeah like i mean i know when i go to a farm with animals in a barn in a barn it doesn't no it's not clean and like birthing itself isn't clean no God, like, I was thinking, someone said something the other day, like, that they found it so, oh, it was my friend Courtney, she was like, I just find it so beautiful that God chose to become a baby, like, God could come to earth in any way, and has done it before, right, but, like, to be, to come through a woman's body, body and be vulnerable, that baby was so vulnerable, um, that's so, it's so messy, and I, so here's a great thing, is that we try to clean up Christmas, and we make it pretty and shiny, and we make it even, not even about Jesus anymore, most of the time it's brightly lit, you know, wrapped packages, right. and spending money like crazy, while we have people who are hungry, who don't have shelter, right. who don't have water, or clean water, right. all the things, Yeah. but then, but God became human, and he entered into this mess, and so what if instead of trying to clean everything up by putting it in packages in a bow we entered into the mess and what if at christmas time during advent instead of like making everything beautiful we took a really hard look at all the not beautiful things and accept the messiness and accept the messiness instead of fighting against it all the time for our our vision of what we want it to be what if a christmas was actually not a reminder of like presence and you know, like, I get the people are like, oh, like, the wise men gave the presents. But what if it was a reminder of how God was willing to enter into the mess? Right. And so we should be willing to enter into the mess, too. To follow him. Ugh. That was not planned. No, that wasn't planned, but it's so... It's so true, and it's so, like... Um, as Jesse was talking about, we both have new jobs. And I would say that both of the places that we mm, work yeah. are pretty messy. They're, per- they're really messy. They're, they're yeah. messy places. And messy, beautiful, and messy, hard, and um, in need of love and grace and patience and all of those fruits of the Spirit, you know. Um, and I just hope for myself and for you 
that we don't lose sight of the preciousness of the messiness of it, you know, mm. because it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting to be in the mess. It's exhausting to enter into the fray. Yeah. And um, and sometimes the, that mess is at, in your own home oh, or yeah. in your own family and not denying that that's messy. Not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to embrace the mess, but just being committed to not pretending it's not right and and letting and let you and letting jesus lead letting him lead the way because man he's leading me and i have no idea where we're going <laughs> i know it's been so wonderful watching sunny and within her new position because she's like i know something's happening but i don't know what and it's scary it's scary and i'm like i'm so proud of you my friend oh and i feel it yeah, and it's just like opening the well it's the same you know it's just bearing the heart like taking on that chance of being hurt destroyed yeah who destroyed that is stronger than hurt <laughs> <laughs> well you know i mean really like that's kind of what it feels like it's like right teetering on this edge of like i know i know it's where i'm I know what it's supposed to be you know what's gonna happen i know i'm where i'm supposed to be and i love it but mm. it's heartbreaking and i don't want to numb out to it either i don't want to I don't want to get used to the mess and like skate on top of it and get passive. Mm -mm. Like I want to be fully present in all of that. It's so hard. It is you, hard. Like I think that reminds me of, I haven't re read Mother Teresa books, but Sunny freaking quoted Mother Teresa like a crazy person all summer. But it reminds it me of your talks about Mother Teresa where she would like pray for more to yeah. be able to be given from her because I think that's like you know where I am weak you are made strong and I think what you're asking for and talking about is this idea of like we have weakness and I do yeah. think like literally part of my job is helping pe women know that they have needs that can be taken care of and yeah. it's okay to have needs but I think that's what the thing is is like being like God I have needs and I need you to meet them right. so that I can go out there and, and I keep can going. keep going and I can but if you don't ever recognize your own right. needs you're going to get lost in it and burned out and so burned out so, burned so that's out. why we did sabbath yeah <laughs> and now we're talking about action well, yeah yeah but i think so here's a couple questions that we'll end on so obviously sunny and i had no plan in what we were going to podcast today but honestly, i felt i didn't even know we were going to podcast as we were <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like sunny we got a podcast she's like oh we are gonna do it i'm like yeah we are we're gonna do that uh, we need to do that. We do need to do that. Um, but some questions that I'm thinking, and if Sunny has a couple questions to ask you guys, she'll just pop in. But some of the questions are, what mess are you avoiding right now and trying to make twinkle? Mm. Okay. <laughs> what mess are you avoiding right now and trying to make twinkle? What if I don't want to answer that question? No, I'm just okay. no, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's good. Okay. Yeah. And then the next question is, what is the next step to entering into that mess? Yes, and knowing that when you enter into that mess, you need to arm yourself with those truths, just like in the Psalms of like, he is good, he is good, he is with me, he is with me. Mm-hmm reminding ourselves of who he is oh and another question where are you not being what did i say earlier where are you not being real in your relationship with god and yeah. what you're communicating with him because i feel like the psalms fully bears out everything is okay you talk to god about anything yeah even if you're like i'm having a really hard time knowing you're here 
Right. I'm having a hard time believing you. you. I don't feel you. Where are you? Because I feel like David says that a few times. Where are you? Where are you? My enemies are everywhere. Where are you? I feel like I'm going to be killed. Where are you? Okay. (laughs) So, so where's the mess you're avoiding? Mm -hmm. What's the next step to enter in? And how are you not having a real honest conversation with God? So how can we, so then that would go to the next step is have that conversation with God. Say it, say it, say it. That's it. it. That's what I got. I think those are really good questions. I think my question, um, and then again, this is like stemming from not a holy place probably because I get angry about Advent. You know, where... She's really angry. I am. I mean, and part of it is because I think... I don't mean to digress so much because I need to leave here in a second anyway. But, um... I came to Jesus late in my life with kids who had already, we had already established Christmas traditions that had nothing to do with Jesus. And if I could do it all over again, I would strip all of that away because Christmas isn't about writing to Santa Claus and it's, and I, and I, my kids, that's what they do. And I can't take it away now because, well, it might be pretty traumatic if you did that. Right. It would be pretty traumatic. So, you know, what What are you, where do you leave Jesus? Is Jesus even, my question is, is Jesus even involved in your Christmas? Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, honestly. Like, you can say, oh, he's the reason for the season, or blah, 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 and, like, sing all the songs. But honestly. Where are you making room for him? Yeah. Where yeah. are you actually anticipating the coming of Emmanuel? Mm-hmm. So that's my question for you. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of, like I said, it's an angry question. She's angry. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask myself that same question. Like, where do I push him aside? Because I do. I mean, I'm. it happens. Yeah. I play the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jamie and I, do, we don't do the same stuff. I know. Yeah. And I'm so envious of you for that. The other day, I my, my kindergartner so goes, I was like, look who's over the bowl. And he goes, but he's not real. And I was like, that's. And I was like, but let's just keep it quiet for right. the kids that don't I don't want to ruin all the parents who love it. And it's fine. Right. So that's something that Jamie and I did differently. Yeah. And I don't, we don't have, I mean, like if you do Santa, it's totally fine. But it's just like, how do we make room for him in this season? Right. And Sunny is mourning and I am. lamenting I am her lamenting past choices. Because I just feel like it sets, it's setting my kids up for where we all are which is a life of not incorporating Jesus into Christmas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's hard it is hard anyway you're walking out how does life look different right after you're right still figuring that yes out. totally like reconciling two totally different lives yeah and that's some, part of your some, story it is and some of it can't be reconciled and that makes me mad <laughs> well you can't make you can't reconcile your kids no like that's their that's block. Yes. Right. Thank you for the reminder. I'm like literally, we're doing like therapy here. <laughs> not really a therapy. I'm not a therapist. She's just pointing out my own control issue yeah. over. You can't know. walk it. And that's the thing I would encourage our listeners is, you know, like we make changes and we're leading our family and you're right. a leader in your family. You and Heath are leading your family, but like you can't make those choices for your kids. Right. You're right. Yeah. They have their own story with God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to pray yourself? I sure do. Pray that little soft heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Father, I love you so much. Thank you for all that you do. Father, I just pray for all of us and 
for myself in particular, Lord, that you would place in me exactly what it is you want me to discover about you uh, mm-hmm. in this Advent season, mm-hmm. um, and that you would help me to forgive myself and to be less angry, Lord, with the choices that I made before I met, and I even make right now, God. Um, I just ask that you would go into the hearts of all of our listeners and that you would reveal something new of yourself in this Advent season or through the Psalms or whatever mode you're using in every one of our hearts, God, and that you would just give us the courage to walk into the mess, to lay the heart out on the table, even if it feels like it might be destroyed, Lord, because you have a plan and a purpose and something good is going to come from it. Thank you for my beautiful friend Jessie and for the opportunity to actually Mm -hmm. see her and have conversation with her. Um, In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you next week.